Welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is episode 47, year-long stitch-a-thon. I'm so Say excited. What? I'm excited. So it's coming. Year-long stitch-a-thon, I feel like it's literally the best name because it's not a crochet-along or a knit-along. Right. It is a stitch-a-thon. Mm-hmm. And... We're talking about the temperature blankets. Uh, We touched on them briefly last week and really over the past week have dove into all things temperature blankets, I feel like. Yeah. Um, Just to try to figure out, there's a lot of color variations and patterns and charts and different things you can use. Um, I saw an article actually today when I was looking up which stitches I wanted to use and it said why the internet hates temperature blankets and I was like okay well first of all number one I'm offended <laughs> number okay two, I should say that because I also saw an article about why the internet hates it let's be honest I don't care if the internet hates it or not I mean what like what is wrong with people I, I don't do things to please the internet <laughs> the last time I checked, like, if you don't want to make a temperature blanket, I'm, I mean, newsflash, don't make one. Right. So, I don't know why the internet is being so hateful today. And I'm, I'm going to be warm and cozy underneath of my temperature blanket while you're saying they're hating writing your blog. That's what I'm thinking. Here's what I really like about the temperature blanket. Not only is it a really cool concept. So, if you don't know or you haven't looked it up or you didn't listen to us last week, a temperature blanket um. Or I guess you could even, well, now that'd be a really long scarf. Scratch that idea. Um, I've seen some made temperature scarf. 27 times. Okay. So maybe you could do a scarf. But essentially, you would do like one row a day if you're doing a blanket. Maybe two rows a day if you're doing a scarf. I don't know how long you'd want it to be. But this is a year-long project. So every single day, um, most people use the daily high temperature for the day. And then there's like a chart you can use where you just basically say okay from this temperature to this temperature I'm going to use blue you know the next set this temp to this temp 10 to 20 degrees I'm going to use purple you know when it hits 50 degrees I'm going to use green so all these different temperatures and then you knit your row that day or crochet your row that day um now the one that you had Sarah I really liked that one because it gave the suggestion like to pick a snow color so on snow days you would do that color Mm -hmm. instead of the temperature or rain, or I was thinking about, like, hurricane people. They could do hurricanes a different color. Yeah. Um, I didn't so want to do lot- rain because I feel like it rains often here to where. That, I, just, I agree. I didn't want half my blanket to be the same color. <laughs> you know? I agree. I feel like there is a lot of rain. And, and then, like, what? Like, if it sprinkles for the day, do you do the rain or do you do the temperature? So, I don't know. I feel like snow is a more significant event and not as common. So Right. Um, but there are literally all sorts of different patterns and things that you can look at and different ways to do this. People are really creative. But I think what I also like about it is it's a year-long commitment. We're going to start this thing and we are going to finish them. And if you get behind and you're, say, only doing one row a day, it's not going to take that long to get caught back up if something should happen and you got to put it down for a couple weeks. Or you go on vacation and don't take it with you or something like that. Yeah. And um, I know here, I don't know about our listeners in other countries here, we can go to uh, the NOAA.gov website and look up like past temperatures. So that you don't have to worry, like, if, you know, say you do fall behind, like you said, or whatever, 
you still find that information. But what I think I'm the most excited about is we are going to start a Facebook group. We've already got um, a few more local friends we're going to put in there that also want to do these temperature blankets. Mm-hmm. And we are going to, when we post this episode live on Facebook and on Instagram everywhere, comment there if you want us to add you to our group. Um, we the, the group is going to have the same picture that we're using um, for today's episode and it'll be called like the year long stitch a thon group or something along those lines with Brittany and Sarah or I don't know yet we haven't gotten that far but it's going to have the same picture and the same concept as the year long stitch a thon so find us and let us know that you want to join us um, it's going to be really fun I think too just to see how everyone else's different color ways and yeah I was going to say out. it's going to look different because everybody's from different places yeah, I think it's, um, I don't know. I just think they're so, like, fascinating. Like, what a cool gift it would be to, do you know a mom that's expecting in 2022? Because what a cool gift would that be to say, look, at the end of this year, here's the colors of every day of the year that your baby was born. Or, you know what I mean, the temperatures mm-hmm. or whatever. So, I don't know. I think it's really neat. And I'm going to do I'm that, really too. Excited. I'm going to crochet the numbers 2022 and sew that onto it at the end so that I know that that was for that year so if I do it again in 2023 yep like I'll I'll know what year was what that's a great idea I like it um do you stitch how do you do your letters like I'm gonna be honest Mm -hmm. I went to a Buckeyes game I whipped out a Buckeyes ear warmer and tried to do a blocko and it was about like a four-year-old made it so is there a better way to just practicing or what do you do? Uh, well, I I don't know with like the difference between knitting and crocheting, but what I'm probably going to just do is I'm not going to get fancy with it. I'm probably just going to maybe like make a long chain and then just stitch it on to look like it says 2022. But, you know what I mean? No, I don't. Um so make a chain and then use the chain to make the numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I'm not gonna probably get real fancy with it. Oh, I I tried to get a little fancy and was actually just using the yarn and making like big like big, big stitches over and over each other to make it stand out a little. I mean it oh. didn't turn out terribly, but eh, definitely something I could use some practice in. Yeah, I don't I don't. I mean, I could probably like actually do the numbers, like crochet up the numbers. But I don't know because I'm not gonna make it very big. I'm just gonna put it down in the corner. I mean, honestly, I could even probably just get like a tag and like sew on a tag that says 2022. Have I don't you ever know. Bought tags for your stuff. Do I what? The tag. Have you ever bought tags like to make tags for your stuff? Oh, no, not the kind that you sew on. Just I've bought like special tags for selling stuff like price tags, but not like the, you know, the stuff where it says like made with love or stuff like I that. I've seen haven't these little those. leather ones mm-hmm. that almost look like they snap maybe or maybe they are oh. stitched in there. That would be like a lot easier than probably sewing them on. Yeah, I'm not about sewing anything on. Actually, let's talk about that. I finished my pocket shawl. Yes. And doing the fringe. 
doing all of the everything, sewing some stuff on. Like, I don't know how you do, because I, I know that you're embarking on yet another of your favorite <laughs> American flag blankets. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I commend you in sewing all those stars on, man, because... I thought I was losing my mind the other night and it wasn't even anything in comparison to the scale of that project. The making the blanket itself is not the problem. I can probably do that in about two or three weeks. It's the sewing on the freaking stars. <laughs> that is the problem. Yeah. I can totally I would like to talk to that. whoever decided that we needed a star for every state. I feel like maybe yeah. a star for every region would be fine. <laughs> I mean, is that, would that be Betsy Ross? You're going to ring her up? <laughs> right. right. Maybe we have like one star for the Midwest and one star for the Deep South, but it is what it is. I don't know. I was trying to sew on pockets and first of all, they're a little tricky because... Like, I'd be like, is that straight? Is that not straight? Is that straight? Does that look straight? No, that's not straight. Is it straight? No, it is straight. Um, Did that for like an hour, trying to just get them on and not look whopper jawed. But the yarn I was using is kind of like the self-striping, that mm-hmm. uh, turbine colorway for the thick and quick mandala. Yeah. Uh, but then the pockets, I didn't really consider that when I knitted up the pocket squares... The stripes aren't the same spots or in in the same way. And then I got a little fancy with it and decided I was going to fringe it up at the bottom and do yarn fringes at the bottom. And Jeff may or may not have been calling me the ultimate warrior for an entire day. I loved it. Telling me to shake the ropes when we went places, which would have just been fantastic. But (laughs) um, I will say it's really warm. It's that it's the thick and quick yarn, which is obviously pretty pretty large and in charge and I was like sweating on the way to basketball like man I don't know we're gonna wear this all day but it turned out pretty good I'm glad to have it done I got Remy's Christmas infinity scarf done Check oh good so I'm pretty wide open now for a January temperature blanket start which like you said one row a day right I yeah. feel like there's no excuse I can't get that done yeah, I'm only going to do one row a day because 365 rows is going to make it outrageously long. Anyway, I couldn't even imagine it being double that length. I'd be like, hi, do you like my new bedroom carpet? Because that's as big as this is. <laughs> hi, do you like my area rug? <laughs> right. Oh, no. Um, yeah, I think I think that that would be good. How wide? Like, how many? And I know that this is going to vary dependent on yarn size and needle size or hook size and a bunch of different things but I don't know like how big are you looking to make yours I'm probably going to make it about 300 chains wide um and inches I don't know what that equates to because I measure things in chains (laughs) and not inches so I don't know okay wait it would fit across my bins like, is that 300 just basic chain stitch? Like, 300 yeah. stitches across? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the length, then, of course, would be longer. So, I think it would fit on my bed just fine. Not that I would probably put it on my bed because I feel like my dogs would just tear it up. But it's nice to know that it's super extra big. So, then that way, like, the power ever went out or something like that. Like, I could put it 
on a bed. I like it. I think that that's a good size to go with. And if it fits um, my bed, it'll definitely fit the couch. No, I know you said you thought you had already picked out what stitch you're going to use. Yes. It's called, I think, like a crumple stitch. Uh, maybe that's what it's called. I'll have to look it back up again. But essentially, it's just a single crochet, next stitch, double crochet, next stitch, single, next stitch, double, and on and on and on. And then when you go on to the next row, you do single on top of single, double on top of double, and onward. And then you start and end each row with a single crochet. Oh, but it comes okay. out really thick and warm. I'm making a baby blanket right now, and it works up very quickly. It looks oh, nice. nice and even, so okay. I like it. I am not sure. For me, the easiest, obviously, is just uh, what they call like a stockinette stitch, which is just knit stitching all the way across, straight up. You just knit stitch. I like that because, quite frankly, I don't even have to look at that when I'm doing it. It's very easy. Um, you know, no big deal. But I don't know. I want to try to... My problem is fancy stitches always sound really fun. Mm-hmm. until I get going and then I'm like why in the age did I think this was a good idea why didn't I just go with a knit stitch like I know that I like and I know works and whatever um so I don't know because I don't want to whatever I get to I'm gonna have to commit you know what I mean they guys yeah. not trying to change well, up my stitch every day also yeah I was gonna say you could I mean you could do like one kind of stitch on Mondays another kind of stitch on Tuesdays another kind of stitch on Wednesdays maybe and like alternate them and I bet you'd get a really nice texture yeah that's true I mean that's not a terrible idea but I don't know I just I'm too OCD I think that that might be a lot for me to see all those different patterns and textures and (laughs) with knitting as tight as it is like a lot of times it might be like a four row you know whatever type like a re four row repeat pattern Mm -hmm. so I'd have to whatever stitches I guess that I went with I don't know. I'm going to have to do more research because I'm not sold or settled on anything specific yet. Yeah. I think either way, like it's going to be a nice, warm, heavy blanket by the time that it's done. Yes. And I am pretty excited about that. I think, uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be, I just think it's going to be a really fun project to stick with. So Mm -hmm. for that, uh, I'm excited, but I don't know. I hope that ever. I hope that all of our listeners here uh, want to join our group because that would be super stinking fun. Um, and I saw another one today when I was looking. Maybe this might be something that I want to do next year. But they did a temperature blanket, but in shades of like all blue, like different shades of blue. See, I saw one today that I really liked, and it was all shades of. Like, cool colors. It was, Mm -hmm. like, blues, purples, teals. Very, like, Frozen-esque, if you will. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. I really like that. That might have been the same one I was looking at. Maybe I just didn't look at it close enough. But I thought that was pretty neat because it doesn't have to be, like, red for hot weather and blue for cold weather or anything like that like you really can just get really creative with it if you really like green maybe you make it different shades of green for different 
temperatures. I mean, you can make yes, it anything or, you want it yeah. to be. Make it to match your living room decor if it's going to go on your sofa on right. the back or whatever. But I agree. I keep uh, the original ones that I started looking at were all uh, like that, like very primary color blues and stuff for the cold months, reds and oranges for the hot ones. I'm like, that's okay. But I don't know anybody. Maybe some of our listeners can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I don't know anybody that has only primary colors in one room. Like, I mean, I could say maybe with the exception of of you, but um, like not. You're talking to someone here with yellow walls and a blue couch, Brittany. Well, that's precisely what I said. Maybe with the exception of you, (laughs) but nobody else, I don't think is like, what's that? Make a red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, all, you know, the classic Crayola color uh, blanket. Yes, that'll match perfectly. Mm. You know, most people I think could find it would be better to do the blues or the cool colors or the warm colors mm-hmm. or, you know, a mixture like we talked about. But Yeah, I was going to say, I might do that this year. I'm pretty set on what I want to do for mine this year. But next year, I mean, I don't know. I might just you know i love purple and my bedroom is done in unicorns maybe i just do like shades of purple or something i don't know yeah i don't know it's gonna be fun we'll see how this year's goes shoot next year we might be like i know i like how i'm already committing to 2023 when i have not even done a single stitch on 2022 yet (laughs) i also like it but we're just anticipating loving it this much that This is what we do. Don't mind us. So in other news, uh, Christmas, Mm -hmm. just a couple of days here away. Are you ready? I I am ready. Um, I got everything done pretty early this year. Nice. But everybody's getting older. So they, it's not like they're waiting for the new toy to come out. Like I'm not out on Black Friday trying to beat someone down for a, I don't know, Furby or doll or something, right? Like Ethan's getting money because I mean he's an adult now, so I don't, you know what I mean? Like I don't know what bills he might want to. When people ask me what I want for Christmas, pay a bill. (laughs) That's what I want. I know. I like those memes that are like, "What do you want for Christmas?" And it's like, I don't know. I'm really into like electric water (laughs) stuff like that. You know. Lucas, I got him some clothes, and um, Eric got him a couple of video games that he wants, because I can't keep up with the video games. I just can't. I've never been a video game player. I don't know anything about them. I don't know what they are. If you told me characters, I don't know. So, that's Eric's realm. He deals with that with the kids, but for me, I'm like... I'm more of a, I like to get you things that are practical and that you can use and not just something that's like cool for the moment and then you don't right. care about it a week from now. So, I don't know. I got him some clothes and stuff and then like I said, Ethan, I don't know what he's really into or wearing. Like he's He's got a style all his own, so... I just gave, I'm giving him the same amount of money in cash as what I spent on Lucas for him to pick out what he wants. Nice. And are you set on Christmas? Um, a couple small 
little like last minute type gifts but otherwise yes I think so the biggest thing I'm going to be struggling with is the fact that we decided to take a vacation for Christmas and hindsight like packing a tree and all the gifts and all the clothes and all the everything is a lot of packing right um but I'm really excited to I don't know something different for us to spend Christmas away um Mm -hmm. and as our kids you know get older too it's different it's not it's just different. So we're uh, doing the away holiday. Today was the kids' last day of school until after the new year, thanks the Lord. Right. Um, so I look forward to not having to pack any lunches in the morning or mm-hmm. wake up super early. <laughs> as pathetic as it is, I was bummed because Gatlin woke up on Monday with a sore throat. And these days, of course can't so much as sneeze without like considering not sending your kid to school so he stayed home on Monday and I was just so sad because I was like so I literally got up this early for nothing <laughs> because Remy does not need to be up for like another hour on top of when he has to go like normally we are out the door by like 10 till 7 Gatlin and I are we stop get coffee go to school drop him off I come home then Jeff takes Remy. Usually they're about the same time, like 10 till 8. They're out the door. So it's literally about an hour apart. So right. like, although I was sad he didn't feel good and had a sore throat, selfish part of me is like, extra hour I could have been sleeping. I know. I've been going into the office the last couple of weeks and I am feeling the same because I am used to getting up in the morning, not really doing a whole heck of a lot with myself you know and now I'm like I showered this morning you're welcome everybody (laughs) I know I felt very similar uh which I mean it was fun to be at the office with you today but I felt similar when we were in for our couple week uh training period uh a couple months back um myself and one of our teammates were then asked to stay another week but we weren't asked until that friday and so it was a bit of a letdown hold on i'm so sorry someone shut a car door outside so naturally naturally the world is in (laughs) the brigade is on it i like it they are a wild bunch all right what's that a car door sorry that's I mean, Liza, Liza's not like that. I mean, if that was a car door, she'd be like, cool, I'm under this blanket, sleep in, let me know if the house is on fire, thanks. <laughs> she's, she's just not, uh, not rambunctious at all. Um, but no, so we were in that Friday, we got asked to stay another week, and it was like, mm-hmm. I had by that Friday already been in a couple weeks, and was like, yeah, Monday, not going to be driving in here and then we got the message that was like psych need you to come in next week which I mean is totally fine but it was more just a bit of a personal letdown because I was like no need to put on makeup or fix my hair Monday and I forgot kind of what a pain in the ass that is to do all the time yeah I really haven't been wearing very much makeup since we've been home because like who sees me you know, that's how I feel. And I mean, I don't know. I'm not a high maintenance person as it is. I'm not one of those people that wakes up every day and curls my hair just because no. that's how I want to look that day. Right. Might curl my hair once a year if you're lucky. Like, 
I just, it's just not, here's the thing. And especially for what we do, primarily what we do, we're on the phone all day. So mm-hmm. I feel like my hair being curled going to make a difference as to what you can hear me say on the phone. Because if it's no, then why am I wasting my time? Yeah. Um, I need a good moisturizer, though. For your face? Yes. Maybe someone can recommend too. one. I... I'm also in the market for a good moisturizer because I get really dry, like, in my my forehead and my cheeks. Yeah. Especially this time of year because it's getting cold and crazy and whatever. But today is the winter solstice. It is, yep. So, effectively, the days will be getting longer from here forward, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. I'll take it. Right. Glimmers of hope that we can get. I was just telling Eric the other day, we were at Walmart um, picking up our groceries, which I never wanted to be the person who picks up my groceries because I always thought that was like a really lazy thing to do. But let me tell you how much simpler it makes life for me to, when I am thinking about something, I can just go ahead and put it in my cart. Like the other day. I needed dryer sheets. It popped into my head. I immediately got on my app, put dryer sheets in my cart. Like, I didn't need to write it down or try to remember it or anything like that. Like, it was already in there. And then I can just stop on my way home from work and pick them up. So, I I guess I am one of those people now. (laughs) Well, okay. So, at first, I'll say pre-COVID, it was different because pre-COVID, if you were getting grocery pickup, it was because you were lazy or lazy and had extra money because they used to charge mad fees for that as well. They did, yeah. Um, And I was always like, oh, you know, I'll be darned if I'm going to pay you $7 to bring my groceries out when I can walk in and get them myself. But then COVID hit and they started doing it free and pretty smart on their parts because they reeled everybody in to just loving Mm -hmm. it. And I... Here's what I don't love, though. Can I tell you, uh, we typically do Kroger. Mm -hmm. And they have made the same mistake now. This is like the fourth time, and I'm really getting tired of it. So we go through a lot of lunch meat here. Uh, Recently, something Gatlin started eating. You know, the rest of us love it, whatever. So we might get in our grocery order for the week, like, two pounds of ham, two pounds of turkey. Well, they will bag it, the two pounds in one bag, mm-hmm. and then put the total sticker on. So, say it's $9 a pound. They'll put the sticker on for $18 because there's two pounds in that bag. But then the morons ringing it up see that it's two pounds, and so they scan 18, and then they scan 18. So, now you're paying $36 for two pounds lunch meat. Oh, no. Except for then when you get turkey also and they do the same thing, you're now up to $72 oh my for four pounds of lunch meat. I haven't bought lunch meat in a long time. I didn't realize it was that expensive. That's crazy. Oh, it's, yeah, it's pretty pricey. I mean, nine was highball if you're getting like, we like to get the clover honey ham and, I mean, we get some... I, I don't do cheap lunch meat. I will say that because mm-hmm. I'm not all about like getting any type of gristle or weirdness. Oh. No. So, nope, it is kind of high end lunch meat for us, but it is pretty pricey now, also because everything in our country is. I don't know about for our listeners, but everything here, inflation is off the hook right now. So, everything here is rather, rather pricey. 
Um, and stupid stuff you wouldn't even think of. Like right now there's a freaking cream cheese shortage. I saw that. I got Probably because cheese. we're hoarding it all. I got I get... cream cheese in my fridge right now. I was going to say, I didn't have any trouble ordering it. Should I start it, an so auction? An auction, is that what you said? Yeah, cream cheese auction for the shortage. Oh. <laughs> Highest bidder can have this block. I didn't realize that it was a shortage until I read about Maybe it. It's but... a shortage in non-dairy states because, I mean, it seems to be readily available here in Ohio, I feel like. Maybe it's because we're so close to Philadelphia that we get well, it first. I don't I, know. You know, I don't know <laughs> that all cream cheese comes from Philadelphia. I have a lot of family and friends that are Philadelphians that are probably going to hate me for saying that because to them there is no other. They do love their cream cheese though and I will say bagel shops in that area like my fa- I used to love getting from Wawa in the morning which is a gas station slash convenience store slash magical universe. Um, I loved getting it's just a plain bagel with cream cheese on it and it was cold like they'd split it and put the cream cheese in the middle as if you're eating a cream cheese sandwich which has my name all over it um but they don't they don't play about cream cheese in the city there it's it's like would you like this bagel with an ice cream scoop of cream cheese on it? <laughs> um like they are hardcore about it. And it's funny because that's how I've always eaten my bagel since and Jeff will be like Actually, the kids will be like, can we have bagels, but can mom make them? Because they know that I just go extra heavy-handed on the cream cheese. Um, I really like to dip carrots in cream cheese as a snack. I love everything in cream cheese. I like cream cheese just on crackers, like some Brits crackers with cream cheese. Mm. Oh, yeah. But I also love cheese ball, which is essentially cream cheese on Brits crackers. Yeah. Um, well, on cheese balls, you can make them, like, a zillion different ways. I have one standard-issue way that I make it. And you know I'm weird about stuff that I just will go to the same restaurant and order the same single dish every time because I just don't like change. But right. mine's a pretty basic one. And I think it's just because the kids were picky and just always kind of how we've done it. But I don't – a lot of people use the chipped beef. Yes. I've seen that. And I onions. Don't. I do cream cheese. I chop up ham, like lunch meat ham, real mm-hmm. small dice. I do green onions, also chopped really finely, but not a lot. Like if I'm doing a whole cheese ball, I might do like one or two green onions max. Like I'm not, oh. I like a little flavor. I don't like a whole, whole lot of that though. Uh, and then I will, you know salt pepper all the good stuff and usually do some shredded cheese up in there uh i love onions and everything i do too green onions are like i really like the flavor but sometimes i don't know they're just different if they're chopped really well i might put more in but i don't know we use i use the do you ever use the dehydrated onions no okay i've seen them but i haven't used them well i don't know well Maybe they're magical, not by themselves, but that's what's in like the French onion dip stuff, right? Okay, I will do them like if I'm making tacos, I will sprinkle them into my taco meat, like as it's cooking. And most of the time, like they're so tiny, they cook down, you can't see them. Nobody, pepper, anybody knows that they're in there, (laughs) but um, they just always give a really good flavor. Yeah, And I throw them into a little bit. If I'm making chili, I'll toss some into that because 
like I said, they're so tiny so that even if they do rehydrate, like in your liquid, it's not like big chunks of onion. It's just flavor. Um, so they're, they're really good. I really like them. Um, but yeah, I, I've also seen now the cheese balls that have, it's like an orange, maybe a cheddar cheese that have like some almond slivers on the outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know how you make those. I'm pretty sure those are all pre-bought. They taste delicious too. I mean, I don't really turn away any cheeses except for maybe blue cheese. Yeah. I, um, I don't, like, I like to make cheese balls, but I really don't usually make it into like a ball so much is like I just use my hand mixer and mix it up and then put it in like a Tupperware dish or something so it's maybe more of like a spread than a cheese ball I guess okay I mean it's all the same so I'm down with that too I have done that before too when I'm just like if it's just for us or not for like a holiday I won't make it into a ball either it just is what it is yeah all we're gonna do is destroy it anyway but if it's gonna be sitting out at a table at an event like a holiday or whatever, I will likely make it into a ball. I'm really glad that Jeff didn't go through with his... He wanted to do a Christmas prank. Oh. He told me to make cake pops and also save back a couple of the hard-boiled eggs from deviled eggs. Oh, no. Yes! He wanted to dip the hard-boiled eggs in white chocolate, put them on sticks and call them cake pops, and then give them to his family members to say... We made cake pops. You should try one. And then that would ruin my day. (laughs) I said the same thing. I was like, look, I want no part of this. No one's ever going to eat my food again. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'll tell him I made them. I'm like, okay, no. Anytime anybody comes here from any point forward for a holiday, they're going to be iffy on trying any of the food because they're going to wonder what's hidden inside of it. (laughs) Right now they're gun shy. (laughs) And right. Shout out to my uncle, my uncle Terry, uh, my mom's older brother. Um, because this is what sparked the idea. The last family reunion that we went to, Uncle T made egg salad sandwiches Mm -hmm. and then decided to put hot sauce in some of them just for fun and not tell anyone. Right. Why? Why would you do that? So our family is really, really extra large. And when I say extra large, I mean, like, my grandpa on this side was one of 17. Yeah. And then he had eight, and out of those eight, like, one had six, one had six, one had five. Like, there's just a slew of cousins and stuff that, like, I don't even know half the people when I go. It's terrible. Because they're like, oh, you're, you're Tina's daughter. And I'm like, I am. And <laughs> and you are. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But so, anyway, we get there, and there's a, lot, there's a lot of people. So, like, I'm talking, there's, like, a hundred people in this tiny little building for this family reunion. And in case you were wondering, it's also the longest running family reunion in the state of Ohio. Um, Get this egg salad sandwich because you can't, you know, at places like that, you can't always trust all the food that is brought. Like, if I can see what you look like right now, I'm not sure that I would eat from your kitchen. Some people. Right. And I don't say that to sound judgy. Just genuinely, some people do not have the same hygiene standards that others do right so i agree I know that uncle terry is safe and i can eat his food so better believe i get me some egg salad sandwiches and some other stuff so i'm like eating and i'm sitting and i'm like oh shoo man and i'm kind of a wuss about spicy stuff so like sometimes like i mean a pasta sauce might seem spicy to me when it's maybe not to everybody else like i've got i'm weird like that so it's okay i'm powering through and i'm like shoo this is man this is 
something is spicy. And Uncle Terry looks up with a grin on his face. He's like, did you say something spicy? And I'm like, yeah, I don't, not sure. I don't know what it is, but I'm just eating all this stuff. And whew, something is getting me. And he's like, ha, it's because I put hot sauce in some of those egg salad sandwiches. And I'm like, what? Why would you do that? Well, didn't our boss used to, didn't he say putting hot sauce and deviled eggs or something? He did. Like, why are people messing with eggs and putting hot sauce in them? I don't know. And I could see that maybe if you purposely made them that way and then wanted to tell everyone that you made spicy deviled eggs. Right. Okay. But these were, like, not even, like, a strategic section. He literally plotted to, like, normal, normal, and they were cutting triangles. So, like, bunch of normal, normal, just maybe one spicy. The rest of that plate was normal. Then the next plate, maybe every other might have been spicy. Like, he did it to where... I mean, there's no rhyme or reason at all. And I mean, it cracks me up now that my mouth isn't on fire and my nose isn't running. But at the time, I just really wanted some decent egg salad to not scorch my face off. You know, Um, food I always go for first, like when we have carry-ins and stuff, is the crock pot food. Because chances are people are not mixing that with their hands. Um, They probably poured whatever all into one thing and it's had the opportunity to be hot and cook off all the germs all day reach a safe temperature yes so typically if i don't know who made what like that's usually what i eat if if i eat it at all i feel like we need to stage an office care we should maybe discuss that offline but we need to stage an office carry in and i'm sure that the folks at the office are going to be like hey Hey, you, whole team, who said you could all come here at once and bring food? Like, what is this? Yeah. I really miss our, I really miss the office carry-ins. I, too, always go for the crockpots. The stuff with people I know now. Well, I think our office generally is safe. Yeah, I agree. We had this one. um, Other offices, I'm not so sure. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. We had this one kid, and I felt bad for him because he was, like, a super health nut bodybuilding weightlifting kid and so like I kid you not this kid brought into the carry-in you know what's everybody bring in he brought a jug of ice mountain water that had fruit frozen all through it fruit water I feel like that better be sangria that you're coming in here with (laughs) (laughs) no but I'll tell you because I because of who I am I might have had a freaking cup of fruit water because I felt so sad that I'm like, like he at least took the time to buy this fruit and cut it all up and put it in this jug of water and like he's trying to partake. Yeah. But make it healthy because that's the lifestyle he lives. So, hey, I'm going to, this is really flavorful, soggy fruit water. Like, I don't know. I I tried. And well, and good. generally, I feel like people always try to bring what they're best at because nobody wants to bring something and it be a flaw gross right or like that's what everybody talks about for every carry in for the rest of forever like oh i hope someone who doesn't bring that again (laughs) on the flip side of that though it does kind of suck to be the one to find a good recipe to bring in because like we used to have this lady named barb that worked in our building when i was across the street she was a gym she doesn't work for our company anymore but she made this stuff called sausage bread Mm mm-hmm Partially, I think it was always gone immediately because it was amazing. But the other half is because it was kind of a breakfasty substance. Oh, yeah. 
And therefore, that time of the morning, it was like the thing everybody would start with first. But I kid you not, she would make a couple loaves. I would hit the door and line up at her desk. And then she'd be like, all right, everybody, that's it. It's gone. <laughs> I'm, it was the craziest thing. But she would get the, you know, the loaves of um, just regular bread that you can get to rise. They come like four loaves to a bag in the freezer yeah. section. She would take those, let them rise up, and then cut it apart to where it was like a big flat whatever cook up the spicy sausage and then she would do the spicy sausage shredded parmesan and swiss and magical touches of love i don't know what she did man but she'd roll this stuff up so it was like a pinwheel of sausagey cheesy bread and then bake it oh okay Ugh. literally like if you were working the late shift it'd be like please get me a piece of barb's bread and leave it on my desk i'll pay you five dollars please <laughs> please get me barb's bread now, in turn, I make something kind of similar, the sausage squares with the cream cheese and the spicy sausage and crescent dough. And people kind of fight over that stuff, too. Again, it's a very breakfasty thing. It's easy to eat. and It's good. But I'll never forget, there's a fellow that works in our accounting uh, and that you there and like personally offended one day that the stuff that they were already gone. He's like, see, 30 in the morning, how's something already gone? And I didn't even get to try it. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm so sorry. So the next time we had an event, I made them. I specifically took some of them out of the pan, put them on a plate, and was going to hand deliver to him desk. He was off that day. Oh, I was no. like, well, missed the boat there, fella. He probably did that on purpose. He was like, I'm not even going to partake <laughs> this time. Probably, no, like, I wouldn't even go if it's going to I don't be that know way. how we've gotten on such a carry and kick here, but can we also talk just really quickly about the people that this annoys me? If you forget to bring something to your office carry-in, do not be the weirdo that says something like, well, I guess it just won't eat since I didn't bring anything. I know. Okay. Yes. You and I both know that there is always so much food left at the end of a carry-in that people are, like, begging people <laughs> to take stuff home. Right. You so, get scraps at the end. Right. It's okay. Go ahead and eat at the carry-in. We have all forgotten things at one time or another, and we still want you to eat our food, so it's okay. Please don't be weird. Right. And also, can we talk about please not offer the half a bag of M&Ms that you still found in your desk and be like, here you go. Here's my carry contribution. Like, I'd rather you just not bring anything. Right. Then you're happy the and snacking kind of your desk drawer all week. Right. It is totally <laughs> okay. We still support you and want you to eat the rest of the carrying food. <laughs> right. Um, so next week when we have a spinoff about carrying <laughs> no I'm <totally> kidding <laughs> oh shoot okay serious note New Year's resolutions next week Sarah and I have our 2022 meeting mm -hmm. so we're really looking forward to that we have not heard from you guys yet about your New Year's resolutions so that we can hold you accountable so put that <laughs> that's probably why list. they're probably like they're going to harass me every week for 52 weeks about my New Year's resolutions we won't, we well, won't harass you but we will encourage you if you also want to encourage for 52 weeks, join our year-long Stitchathon group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, just Maybe make that your New Year's resolution. When... I know there's, not, uh, there's a lot of people who are not New Year, New Me. And to be honest with you, Brittany and I aren't either. We've set some goals for ourselves. And last couple of years, we have been smashing the shit out of those goals. So we're going to keep the momentum going. But that's not for everybody. And that's fine um, if you just want to have a goal of finishing a temperature blanket join our or group eating out less or drinking more water i mean they don't have to be like mm -hmm. we're not trying to say lose 100 pounds new year's resolution i mean we want 
to not set ourselves up to fail. So like, I do want measurable goals, goals though. If you come what? to me and say you're going to drink more water, I want to know how many bottles of water a day you're going to drink. Does that apply to you as well? No, because that's not my resolution. <laughs> can, we, can we get your boss on board with this? Um, our boss harasses Sarah about her water intake daily. I feel like that's so. why I never get sick. Like, I know that you're supposed to drink water or whatever to keep yourself your healthy. Your body can't absorb any sickness. I think that I so have created such an inhospitable environment that nothing survives in it. So, oh, you might be on to something. I love it. <laughs> Maybe oh, they're like, it's goodness. so acidic because she never drinks water. It's just never diluted. Drinks. Nothing can survive. <laughs> that is fantastic i just can't even um so sarah's figured out the key to sickness in life here maybe i'll maybe be expecting um a prize from some sort of medical board of you showing up at my home any day now fantastic we'll get right on it that. out um but in the meantime you can find us on social media we're on facebook and instagram at needles hooks dl we are also there on TikTok as well, maybe still with only one video posted because my girls at Starbucks haven't given me my tutorial yet that they're going to do. We're going to get more videos on there. But seriously, comment on this episode. Um, you'll see the year-long stitchathon image. And let us know if you want to join the group with us. It's going to be really super fun. Or if you don't plan on doing a year-long stitchathon, but you just want to join the group because we're fun, that's okay too. Just tell us. We'll add you to the group. Um, otherwise, we hope that you join us here next week. And we hope that everyone has a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. There's lots of holidays happening right now. So mm-hmm. wherever you are, we love you and we're glad you joined us. And we really hope that you reach out to us at NeedlesHooksDO or you can email us always, NeedlesHooksAndDirtyLooks at gmail.com. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.